This is Late Night Health. This is the radio show that cares about the most important part of your life, your health. Hi, I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. And Daryl and I, during the next hour, we're going to take a look at a couple of things that touch each and every one of us. During the second part of our show, we're going to talk about a new book, The Friction Factor. We're going to find out how a busy person uh, can have a sustainable diet and exercise. It's uh, something that I think each and every one of us needs to do, but we often don't. During the first part of our show, we're going to go to New Jersey. We're going to talk with our new friend, Harper Hall. Um, he is with Ingredient, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about Ingredient. Uh, he's been there, you've been there a long time, since 2007. Yes, Mark, I have. It was a previous company uh, at that point before we were um, bought. Uh, and then renamed to Ingredient and the organization that we all know today. Yep. <laughs> and you work as a food technologist, and we'll find out about that. He has a degree in baking. He has a degree in culinology, which is, I guess, a combination of culinary arts and technology. And we'll find out about that. We're going to talk about Elephant in the Room, the series that's coming up. Uh, critical Communication Strategies in the Face of Sexism. Uh, Harper, I'm going to ask some personal questions. If you don't want to answer them, you don't have to. You can say pass, just like they did in Password years ago on TV. He's too young to How remember you- that. <laughs> How do you self-identify? How do I self-identify? Yes, I am a non-binary transmasculine individual. And uh, I was assigned female at birth. So that's a little bit about me since nobody's seeing me on screen. Uh, And I started my transition journey pretty late in life. I was 38 years old before I finally crashed. And my husband actually helped me pick up the pieces, uh, looked at me and said, why is your man brain fighting with your lady brain so much? And I was like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) And I learned a whole lot about him along the way and his perception of me. Um, And that, no, I was never really entirely a woman but he was always fine with who i was so my my chin uh, dropped when you said that you were 30 38 mm -hmm. you looked 23 i I was gonna say that too (laughs) daryl i haven't thank you no now while you were there did you say oh by the way you know if you can take a little age off my face i'll I'll take it or uh yeah what's the secret i want that cream yeah no kidding um um yeah harper as a, tra- a transgender, and I'm using that as a encompassing term, have you experienced sexism in the workplace or, you know, in the market or, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do find myself often in a strange spot, right? I'm in a, and I do consider myself to be transgender, part of the transgender community. Not all non-binary people are going to consider themselves to be part of the transgender community. So that's an important distinction, even if they use the language such as I do, transmasculine, uh, to describe themselves. There's there's a whole lot of different terms that people can use to describe themselves uh, within within that gender experience, right? Because there's a lot of different ways that we do experience gender. Um, and one thing, I mean, of course, you know, going back to, as you mentioned, I started out in the culinary world, right? And being younger uh, in that space, having been, 
considered a girl or a woman in that space, that's a tough environment to be in anyway. Yeah. Then, then coming into the world of science, sometimes you're still facing a, a little bit of um, a tough space, a tough crowd, let's say. For me, I, I do have the privilege of being white. I do realize that. Um, but I am in spaces with a little bit lower income, right? My family was not the most well off. So uh, I've got a huge burden of student loan debt. Yay. You know, uh, like many other millennials, though, right? So I'm certainly not alone in that respect. Right. So I, I am keenly aware of where I have had uh, a little bit of an uplifting experience in life and, and then maybe not as uh, not as much in some other areas as well. And we all have that blend, right? That's intersectionality as we speak about it. I think that, that when people think of sexism, they think of a boss saying, hey, honey, you want to uh, advance, um, you know, let's spend the weekend together. Oof, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a real uh, blatant version of it. But even when you walk into work some days, I remember when we were first able to wear jeans here and actually because we're an old company, <laughs> we weren't always allowed to wear jeans in the office. Uh, and it might even have been it actually was in a day that I was clearing snow off of my car. So not too dissimilar than this morning. And I just wore jeans because we were on the cusp of being able to do that. And I remember being looked at differently. I have had children i'm a little bit curvier maybe than some folks uh and i got looked at and that that was definitely you know i was still presenting as a woman at that time right now i i get called dapper maybe but i just traveled to atlanta for example and i'm in a three-piece suit uh i look a little different than i did i've been on testosterone therapy for some time and uh everyone in atlanta was just like calling me ma'am and i'm like but i'm in a three-piece suit i'm not dressed anything like a woman you got a, sh- right a now, three-piece you know? <laughs> suit on with a tie yeah. right yeah yeah and somebody did call me dapper at the airport i mean and and that is my style yes um technically i am a dapper dressing person look a little bit more like drag some days maybe right um is my style <laughs> uh, i can laugh at myself there but still and i, I feel like that's um you know, where, where some of the hang-up has been in my career, too, is I still shake in, in my boots sometimes going into a room filled with, with individuals and all I'm afraid they're going to see me as a woman or somebody who's confused because I'm a little different, right? Uh, and this young phenomenon, everybody, the, the, all the kids out there are non-binary these days. Oh, my goodness. You know, that's... <laughs> We've got other uh, thoughts ta- about that. <laughs> we're talking with uh, Harper Hall. Um, and we're talking about uh, the upcoming Elephant in the Room series, Critical mm-hmm. Communication Strategies in the Face of Sexism. Our friend, our mutual friend, Harper in mind, uh, Amy, uh, Amy Summers from Pitch Publicity and Inisivox. Uh, and if you want information on that, you can go to, um, do you have it there? I lost my, I, I left the, uh, the website off, uh, inisivox.com, inisivox.com, and you should be able to find out more about the six-part uh, uh, virtual seminar uh, series that's beginning on March 16th. Um, Mark, I have, walk a, into a I have a question, if you don't mind. Uh, when, sure. When you said, uh, you know, that you were born, at the time of your birth, you were identified female, and do you feel that 
the reason that you transition to mail was because that's always supposed to be in the first place or is it an inventory of, of likes and dislikes or is it a medical mistake? <laughs> it's actually the way I, re- I, I interface with myself internally, right? And that's probably the best way that I can describe my experience. Uh, and yeah, I, I didn't transition to male, I am not, I don't identify as male, right. um, but in that space in between and largely present more masculine. But I describe myself internally as mixed pieces, uh, not broken or missing pieces. The best of both we'll be worlds. About that. But, but right. exactly. Pieces of both, yes. I And saying that I am, um, yes, a gender assigned at birth, uh, was female does relate to the sex characteristics a body has right, right? so um that's kind of how some of that language shapes yeah because i mean it sort of goes back to the nature or nurture kind of question but uh you know i, I don't uh, certainly criticize anybody for making any choice that they do to to make things right or make things the way they should be or they're supposed to be or how they feel right so i, I applaud you for that yeah and you mentioned, did you say you had you have children? I do have two babies. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so that was an interesting journey as well. And some of what I experienced afterwards, I associated my body with my children. And when I realized that that was really actually a struggle that I was having on a different level, again, it was like, oh, wait, you know, there's there's been, um, there's a term dysphoria, that is a mental health term out there, right? And dysphoria can hit us in a lot of different ways and mean a lot of different things, but gender We're going to take dysphoria. a time out. We're going to take time sure. out. And then when we come back, let's continue this because this, it's fascinating. <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, the um, uh, Elephant in the Room series, uh, and uh, we're talking with Harper Hall, uh, who's very active in uh, the uh, Naturally Proud Network and is on the board of directors of that. Uh, I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Join us at LateNightHealth.com. Don't go away. More coming up. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back, too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthere.com. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment.
If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. It's time to tackle a tough topic, one that affects us all. We're talking about sexism in the workplace. The award-winning Identifying the Elephant in the Room series is back and ready to tackle some complicated communications issues again. This spring, we're focusing on critical communication strategies in the face of sexism. Join us as we hear from professionals in the natural products industry who have valuable career lessons to share and real-world experience to discuss from all sides of the elephant. It's time to have an honest and open conversation about the impact of sexism in the workplace and how we can make it better for everyone. Identifying the Elephant in the Room series starts March 16th. Register today at inicibox.vfairs.com. That's I-N-I-C-I-B-O-X dot V-F-A-I-R-S dot com. And join the conversation to be part of the solution. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghost writing anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Gallen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Be sure to join us at LateNightHealth.com, and you can hear us just about every place. Apple, Google, iHeart, PodClips. It goes on and on and on. I just found out we're on Amazon Music. So all of those places you can hear us. Uh, our guest is Harper Hall. Um, uh, he is uh, uh, with the Global flavor applications and technical service lead at Ingredium. And um, we're going to have to have you come back, Harper, and we'll talk about flavors. And I was just noticing a product uh, and it said, we don't even, we use only, we don't use natural flavors. We use flavors. And I really wanted to explore that because it was, I think it was orange. And instead of just adding natural flavors, which can be anything, it was specific. And I really, I like that. Now I have to remember what the, what the heck I bought. Uh, we are talking about sexism in the workplace. Um, you used a word, dysphoria, and mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with that. Can you explain what that is shortly? 
Yeah, so it's it's a bit of a disconnect, um, in in my case, gender dysphoria, a disconnect between body and self in some respects. It's probably one of the easiest ways to explain it, although that's still pretty out there way to explain it. Um, but uh, that, as we were just talking about over over the break that we took, Mark, um, can really disrupt. If, if you talk about career development and career paths, um, there is a concept of a pie model, right? Pie is performance, image, and exposure. And I kind of mentioned before being looked at funny when I was wearing jeans one day, and maybe I was a little curvy that day. I don't, maybe my jeans were too tight. I don't know, right? You always get accused of what you're wearing, or even the the fact of, you know, wearing a suit and and still being seen is not quite right. Um, (laughs) Somehow, (laughs) not that that's what that really was, but uh, not being visible the way that I wanted to be visible. Let's say that's, that's the crux of what I'm getting to. Um, so when you when you face some of these things, they can definitely create big barriers, uh, and it may be a perceived barrier to self, um, internal bias. I face a lot of that still, like I said, walk into a room and I don't know how people are going to take me. And that can be uh, something that detracts from wanting to be seen, wanting to be out there taking opportunities or being given opportunities to grow and develop. It becomes a a distraction rather than focusing on what's going on in the moment. You're a little lost in the moment, right? To that fear and anxiety. Um, so, so all these kind of do wrap up into a larger mental health challenge that can create barriers to success in the workplace, whether that is uh, perceived or or real in the moment, even if somebody is not uh, acting in a sexist sort of way toward you, you can also kind of uh, take some things back against yourself. And um, one of the articles that I was actually looking into that I'm going to draw on some of that, that knowledge and experience for the Elephant in the Room series is Femphobia's Impact on the world and uh and my experience i mean i was terrified to wear nail polish for a while right because it's too feminine the same thing can happen toward men uh who worry about expressing too feminine is the color purple that you're wearing today mark is that a a masculine color i mean to me it's a it's a wonderful color (laughs) i wore pink but too and i identify exactly and i i identify as as straight heterosexual but I've had a lot of, and I'm using another big term here, you know, gay friends, people in my life. What I don't get is why can't we leave each other be ourselves? And it doesn't matter if we're gay, uh, non-binary, black, purple, uh, uh, green, brown, yellow, uh, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, I mean, it goes on and on and on. It's all kind of in that same category. Why do we have to pick on somebody who's different? And is that the real reason? Because somebody's different. Right, right. Yeah, gatekeeping, microaggressions, all all of these behaviors that um, do set a precedence, do do create internal biases for folks, even against themselves sometimes, right? Um, and that does all interrupt career and personal development and, and the ability to access self, uh, which leads to the ability to be authentic in the workplace, which can lead to success or 
not as quick success for for some folks. And I've definitely experienced some of those holdbacks and hangups. Yeah. As somebody who uh, who may be um, I'm trying to think of the, the, the right term, somebody who expresses differently than the average. OK. Do you hold back? Do you think that people hold themselves back because they're afraid of being ostracized by workers, by bosses, by people in the community? Yep. Yeah, I certainly did. And in my own career here, I I worked with the organization for 12 years before I came out as uh, even even with my orientation in the workplace. And it was what, what started that conversation for me uh, and allowed me to access that safety was the formation of Pride and Ingredion, which is our business resource group that I accidentally ended up becoming a leader of. Hmm. <laughs> and I've been influencing in that space for a while now here at my own organization as an advocate, uh, trying to help educate as well and and hopefully creating space for others to feel safe enough to be able to access that authenticity in the workplace uh, because that's a tremendous power once you have that. But it certainly is uh, something that you know, underserved communities face um, broad ranging, right? And that has a lot of different aspects, as you mentioned, Mark, uh, in in ourselves that can be considered uh, different levels of privilege, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, last year at um, Supply Side West in Las Vegas, I uh, had the plur- privilege of attending the naturally uh, proud network um, uh, network mixer. I was uh, very happy to be there. I won't make it uh, this year at the um, at uh, Expo West, which is in a week as this airs. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be a big convention in Anaheim, California, uh, called Natural Products Expo West, and uh, I hope to see Harper there. I think we're on a panel. Um, unfortunately, no, I will not, not be attending out? this year. No, I will no? be at Supply Side West. Um, oh, okay. But yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you there next, this year in October. Yeah, I hope so. Right. What, what in, in, in just about a minute, what would you tell people who say, I, I don't know how to react to that person because of the way they're presenting? Um, just just remember yourself in maybe similar situations, right? Um, remember they're people too. I guess that's my biggest message there. <laughs> yeah. We're all humans and we've all got something valuable to bring to the table. So don't, don't judge a book by its cover, right? If we wanted to uh, say something that's familiar in the English, English language. Just but people, people don't do that. They still... They still judge, and it's hard. I mean, we all judge. We all do, and we judge ourselves. Mm-hmm. We judge other people. But you should be judging people on, I think, actions rather than the way they look, the way they talk, the way they present. I don't know. But with people like you and people like Amy Summers and Pitch Publicity and Nisi Vox, uh, the Naturally Proud Network, 
we here at Late Night Health and Naturally Network, uh, maybe we can help make the world a better place. Uh, thank you very much for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. Hold on, Harper. Uh, I'm Mark Gallen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne, and there are reasons for that. We accept Daryl as he is. And my jacket. <laughs> Don't go away. More coming up. <laughs> 